and welcome to On Focus, brought to you by the Focal Therapy Clinic, where we connect you with issues facing men diagnosed with prostate cancer that are little known, less understood, often avoided, or even ignored. Prostate cancer is the most commonly diagnosed cancer amongst men in the UK, and with this somber fact comes a multitude of challenges and opportunities. I'm Claire Delmar. Joining me today is Mark Laniato, consultant urologist at the Focal Therapy Clinic and a leading innovator in imaging-led diagnostics and targeted treatments for prostate cancer. Mark has been a dedicated practitioner and vocal advocate for the precision diagnostics that support focal therapy from his space at Friendly Health, where he's a prostate cancer lead at Wexham Park Hospital and has contributed to several pivotal clinical studies and trials on prostate imaging, diagnostics, and focal therapy. He's here today to discuss the concept of precision in the diagnosis and treatment of prostate cancer, why it's important, and how it's achieved. Mark, we haven't talked in a while. I'm so glad to have you back, and this is such an interesting topic to discuss, so thanks for joining me. Thank you very much, Claire, for inviting me. It's a real pleasure to be back and um, talking about things that I have a passion about, so thank you. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's jump right in. Um, you know, this word precision is is one of these words that, you know, is used a lot. We hear about precision medicine. We hear about, you know, precision in treatment. And, you know, I think it means a lot of things to a lot of people. So I think one of the reasons I wanted to chat to you today was to try to put some things straight in a more simplistic and, and honest way. So let me start by suggesting that we all agree that the more precise the diagnosis, the more options for treatment that men have, and this would include less invasive ones, obviously. So could you define what precision means in a diagnosis? Sure. Well, as you say, we're all moving towards more personalized and individualized care. So I guess it's easy to start with what is not precision. What mm -hmm. is not precision is really just saying you have a diagnosis of prostate cancer. Uh, we know that uh, biopsy has been taken. It shows some cancer to be present. And then you're being told that suitable for treatment which involves perhaps a whole prostate or doesn't involve any treatment at all and often there's enough information to make a decision about that aspect of thing but then if you try to drill down and look at more focal treatments or treatments which are more bespoke to the individual that's not enough and mm -hmm. what we mean by precision diagnosis is that we know where cancer is located exactly so it's not just that there's cancer somewhere in the prostate, but we know it's at the front of the prostate or the back of the prostate. And we also know how many places are involved by cancer. So it's not just any area in the prostate, but maybe one or two areas or three. And then furthermore, we know what exactly the type of cancer that is present. So we, we know the grade of the cancer in the various locations within the prostate. When we know where the cancer is located exactly and what type of cancer you have, we can then dissect out the various types of treatment that might be suitable for that man, treatments that might enable him to preserve those structures important for erections and to be able to stay consonant, et cetera. So precision diagnosis means knowing exactly the location, the volume, the length, and the type of cancer you have in minute detail. Well, that's really helpful. And let's just kind of backtrack a little bit. So tell us how the MRI scan underpins this precision. And, and I guess what I'm really interested in is are all MRI scans the same? Yes. Well, I mean, like, you know, if we're about to go out fishing, we could cast our nets or cast our hook to try and find fish somewhere in the lake and maybe we'll catch one, maybe we won't. And in the old days, we, we did that when we were trying to find prostate cancer. We'd shoot our needle somewhere into the prostate and by hook or crook or luck, 
we might find that there's cancer present somewhere. Uh, but again, we wouldn't really know exactly where. And it's, it was really was a fishing trip. It was luck. And we'd miss significant cancer sometimes and sometimes hit incidental cancer and misrepresent it. Okay. So what the MRI scan does is give you, it gives you a map. It tells you, it's like a sat-nav system. You know, if you want to go from A to B, it's always a good idea to have planned it. And the MRI gives you that map. It gives you that, uh, if you like, geo-positioning of where your targets are. And it tells you exactly the, the nature of the prostate so that you can plan treatment. So, for example, you might do an MRI scan. It shows that there's a cancer in the back of the prostate on the right-hand side towards the base of the prostate gland. So that you know when you're going to do your biopsy, you're going to target your needle into that area there specifically. Mm -hmm. Now, the MRI gives you that information, but not only does it give you that information, it tells you then whether you're suitable for one type of focal therapy or another. So it gives you very useful information like that too. Mm -hmm. And then it also tells us about whether cancer is just confined to the prostate or whether cancer has gone outside the prostate. You know, so there might be times when people examine the prostate and think, oh, prostate feels really suspicious or feels really abnormal. And there's mm-hmm. cancer you know, going through the prostate wall. And so you really need aggressive treatment. But then you might have a high quality MRI scan that shows actually the borders of the prostate are pristine. They're clean. There's mm-hmm. no cancer there. So the MRI scan is much more reliable than the finger, for example. It gives this idea about where the cancer is located. It tells us whether you're suitable for treatment. Uh, amongst many, many things. And there are other useful aspects of MRI that we use too. Okay. So I get that. And you you used a, a wonderful metaphor of the roadmap or the, you know, the sat-nav. Yeah. But isn't that really what's kind of, you know, put together by the radiologist? So we have, I guess maybe when I asked my original question, I should have separated the scan from the actual scan report or the radiology report. Is that a fair distinction and do you think that there's more variation in those which could affect the precision that we're talking about? So not all things are equal. So there's the MRI scan itself and the MRI scan quality varies significantly. So um, if you have a very high quality MRI scan, that's great. You can use that reliably, but not all MRI scans are very reliable. We also need an MRI report and that MRI report by the radiologist ideally would be done by a radiologist who has a special interest in identifying and evaluating men who might be suitable for focal therapy. Mm-hmm. So that radiologist would give you a diagram of where the cancer is located in the prostate. It would give you a scoring system to say whether cancer is likely or not, It'd tell you the size of the prostate, It'd tell you many other things also that can be useful when planning treatment. So there are two elements to that. The, the MRI scan has to be decent quality, but also you need to have a very good radiologist reporting it. Mm-hmm. And the better your MRI scan, the better your radiologist the more likely you are to be able to choose a focal therapy treatment with reliability. That is, you'll be able to choose a treatment that you know is likely to be successful. Or on the other hand, you'll be able to say, well, look, focal therapy is not necessarily going to be the right treatment for you and that you might need to have another treatment. So apart from having a really high quality MRI scan with all of the bangs and whistles, it helps to have good reporting. Yeah. And the radiologists can use software tools to help him or her give you a better report. Um, and these can be built into the MRI scan so the radiologist can do the report accurately and uh, well at that time, mm-hmm. or it, it can be done afterwards. But the, the software used to fuse the MRI scans together to give you that build that enables the radiologist to 
give his or her fantastic report is also critical to the process. Okay, that's important for patients to know. There's really several element, elements that they should be aware of. And, and rather than hang about on that, because that's, that's important, but now moving on down the pathway, so to speak, how does the biopsy add to a precision? And are they the same? The biopsy at the end of the day is what gives you the proof that cancer is present or not. Mm-hmm. And without the biopsy, the MRI scan tells you that cancer is likely or not likely, but yes. it's not enough to make a firm decision on treatment. Yes. So the biopsy is essential. And yeah, the biopsy itself can be done in many different ways. Ideally, biopsies will be done in a way that target the abnormality present in the prostate reliably, but also hit other areas of the prostate to make sure that cancer is either present or not present there. So mm-hmm. in recent times, there's been a, a new technique of doing biopsies where you put a little tube through the skin to put your needles through, and then you can direct needle through the little tube into various areas of the prostate that need to be sampled. However, that technique doesn't lend itself to easy fusion with the MRI scan. So what we like to do when we're doing our biopsies, if we want to get them as accurate as possible, is to take our live ultrasound image and then fuse it with the MRI scan that we've had taken before. Mm-hmm. So we literally overlay the MRI scan onto the live ultrasound. And when you do that, it means that you can then direct your needles into the appropriate parts of the prostate and be sure that cancer is present. Now, that may seem easy to do, but actually it it requires some technical and very sophisticated software to do that. Mm -hmm. And they're not all equal. Some give you some degree of fusion, but they're not so precise. Others are much more precise. But unless you actually physically fuse the software together, you can't be 100% certain. Mm -hmm. And furthermore, the other problem is that some techniques when doing biopsies result in quite a lot of manipulation of the prostate during the biopsy itself. Mm-hmm. And if you do that, then it means that the, the, the fusion isn't quite so accurate. And so you get less accurate biopsies. And so, how do you control that? Yes, well, it's very difficult to do that reliably. There are software tw- tweaks you can try and make it work better, but actually it's pretty hard. If you want the best quality standard of biopsies, my opinion is you, you have the biopsies under a short general anesthetic so that you don't feel anything, so you're completely still. Mm-hmm. And then you very accurately fuse the MRI scan with the ultrasound and then direct the needles through to the prostate gland without moving the prostate during the process so that okay. you don't suffer with artifacts induced by shifting of positions. So okay. that is the most precise way to do it. Yeah, so again, there's several elements. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm interested that... Some of it's very much technology-led, i.e. The, the imaging and the fusing, but some of it's um, about the anesthetic. I mean, do you want to say a few more words about the difference between those biopsy techniques that use a general anesthetic versus those that use a local and, and what how they impact precision? The, the anesthetic can have an impact on the biopsies, absolutely. So under, although you can take the biopsies on the local anesthetic, there's no doubt you can definitely do that. It doesn't lend itself to precise diagnostics because of the constraints of having to do the biopsies often through a single channel on each side of the prostate. Mm-hmm. So you, it, it's difficult to direct the needles into exactly the, the correct part of the prostate because the geometry doesn't match up. Okay. Um, so when you're doing these precision biopsies this way, then the, you think the needle goes one way, but in fact, it's going another. And the MRI doesn't fuse as well with the prostate. So you can't be 100% certain of where you put your needle, despite what okay. anyone says. Mm-hmm. So 
that's a lot of information about and a lot of elements that ultimately lead to a precision diagnosis. And I think what you've described or began to describe is what you would probably agree is the gold standard, starting with the imaging all the way through to the biopsy. And I guess my final question is, how accessible are these to men in the UK? They're becoming more accessible, let's put it like that. They, they were very inaccessible a few years ago. Um, certainly most of it was only available privately or within some clinical trials. Now the technology has dispersed more, more widely, but where the improvements have been uh, have been largely in the delivery of transperineal biopsies rather than transrectal biopsies. So most places in the country are doing transparent, well, not most, but many places are doing transperineal biopsies, but they're not qu- still quite the highest standard in terms of MRI fusion. So they're still usually largely a degree of a urologist or some other person um, trying to mentally fuse the MRI images with the live ultrasound, which is actually very difficult to do. And then often it's that's not only is that difficult to do, but then if you're also trying to take the biopsies through a single channel, put through the skin between the anus and the scrotum through the perineum, that single channel means that you have to alter the angle of the needle going in so many times that it's very hard again for people to triangulate in their head the complex geometry of the prostate and the MRI scan. So again, that's difficult. And and so although that's to some extent available, that is getting more available, it's still perhaps the best you can get in most parts of the country. So getting, when we come back to where you started, that really high precise or precision diagnostics is not widely available in the country at the moment, but it is growing, but it's still not typically what we see. So in our clinic, we see many patients who've come from other parts of the country who've had MRI scans and biopsies done, which are largely, I'd say, inadequate really for deciding on whether mm-hmm. someone is necessarily suitable. And so it's, it's always best if you have a diagnosis or have there's a suspicion you have prostate cancer, you seek out the best MRI scan that's possible and mm-hmm. seek out the best diagnostic technique. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if you can choose those two things, it puts you in a very powerful position then to, to make decisions about your treatment. Because it, w- with that high level knowledge, you can then reliably or much more reliably decide if you need to have a whole gland treatment, that is treatment to whole prostate, or whether you might be suitable for partial ablation or focal therapy. So mm-hmm. armed with that precision, you can then make a better decision. Mark, that's really helpful. And I I think we'll end there. Thanks so much for speaking with me about this. And I will direct people in the program notes to how to get in touch with you if they want to discuss it further. Sure. That's been a real pleasure for me. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks again. A transcript of this interview is available on our website, along with further information on diagnostics and treatment for prostate cancer and additional interviews and stories about living with prostate cancer. Please visit www.thefocaltherapyclinic.co.uk and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at The Focal Therapy Clinic. Thanks for listening. And for me, Claire Delmar, see you next time.